Hey everybody, this is Dean. Before we get to the episode, I just had a few quick things I wanted to mention. Um, So I recorded this episode and the one you'll hear next week during the same session, and I had a heck of a cold. So I apologize if my voice sounds a little different than usual. And uh, also, I thought it might be fun to do a special episode of the corporation in front of a live audience. Um, And I guess maybe the podcast doesn't have quite as many fans as I thought at this point, or Maybe people didn't see the flyers I hung in the break room of my day job, but only one audience member showed up. So that was kind of embarrassing. Uh, His name's Trevor. He's my nephew. um, And you will hear him because uh, for some reason he found a lot of the things we were saying very funny. Yeah. So those are the, those are the two things. One, my voice might sound a little weird in the next two episodes. And two, you'll hear some very loud laughter in the background from Trevor. So I hope it's not too distracting. Um, I wanted to put these episodes out anyway because we got some great guests and I think you're going to really enjoy them. So happy holidays, everyone, and on with the show. Hello, friends, and welcome to The Corporation, the podcast that's too fun to fail. Each episode, we speak to employees of Hogswood Cooper Media, the global conglomerate that operates everything from gossip websites to oil platforms, and we celebrate the people who make HCM so successful. I'm your host, Dean Ardenfeld. Let's get into it. My first guest is the creative director for Read'em and Weep, the service that allows you to insert photos of your family and friends into beloved children's books, and soon, beloved adult publications. She's an absolute charmer, and she's the founder of a charity called Quillin for Carpal Tunnel. Please welcome Tammy Crumling, everyone. Hello, Hello. Dean. It's lovely to have you here, Tammy. Oh, my goodness. Now, I can't wait to hear about this business that you're the creative director for. I can put my face on Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh, absolutely. And what a classic that is, Dean. What a great idea. Now, we don't we don't actually have the rights to Clifford's series, but I'm going to put it on my list. Wow. We're jumping right into one of the more important things I wanted to talk to you about. Um, I know that some uh, uh, that your company has been in a little hot water lately for okay. uh, for using books that you don't have the rights for. And uh, like, Dane, I know that we've put you're getting me right into that hot water. <laughs> well, I have to ask, because, and of okay. course, I know people are blowing this all out of proportion. I know. Because what's a goosebumps here or a goosebumps there, right? And that's exactly <sighs> what I thought. You know, Dean, you know, I just I like to see smiles on people's faces. And so when it comes to the details, you know, it's it's like, why is that important? Do you know what I mean, Dean? Right. As long as you're making people happy. As long as you're putting the smiles on the faces. I don't I don't like politics, mm-hmm. Dean. Uh, it just that hot water gets me all creeped out. Do you know? Yeah, so. I know. I know. And I hope you can tell that uh, you're making me happy right now. I'm smiling. <laughs> oh, Dean, stop it. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Oh, you charmer. <laughs> and wh- why do you think people love this so much? This service that you provide? God, you know, Dean, do you ever get that feeling when you open a book like a classic like Goodnight Moon? You know, you open it and you're like, mm. that bunny, that bunny could be so much more. You know, and so just think about putting your face onto that bunny and then open that book, open that book again. Wouldn't that bring a smile to your face? Well, I don't know about me, but certainly uh, your mother for sure. My mother no longer uh, speaks to me, but my nieces probably would love it just to see Uncle Dean's face in their in their children's book as they go to sleep at night. Dean, let me tell you, though, I have heard so many stories about broken relationships Mm. where these books help to bring those people back together. You should 
you know what, Dane? I will hook you up with one so of these books. So you're saying if I mom. were to replace uh, all the characters in a single children's book with my own face and send it to my mother as a gift, we might reconcile. Absolutely, Dane. Yes. What book would you recommend for my mother? Oh, that is such now, a Now, you don't know question. my mother, but... No, you know I, what? But I don't really either at this point, so... I'll love uh, you forever. Your guess is as good as mine. I'll love you hmm? forever. I'll, I will love you forever. I will forever. love you forever. I will love you for always. Oh, this is a book title. I was, you were making <laughs> direct eye contact with me when you said that, and I Dane, got a little uncomfortable. Dane, I'm, stop I'm it. Stop, Dane. You're putting words in my mouth. <laughs> well, I'm so sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to do that. Um, so people just love this because of its customizability. That's right. And yeah. they can just pop their photo right online. They can upload it, and, uh, and then so the book simple. comes in the mail. So um, I know some people are upset because the database that you have of people's faces, uh, some allegations have been made that you're sharing that data with uh, uh, foreign adversaries. Mm. Um, but that's an overreaction, that, right? Not, we would never do that. Um, it turns out that actually, that yes, that, that is happening. That is happening. Um, but we would never you know, intentionally um, lead people down that path. Okay. Um, I got, God, Dane, you're getting me flustered. Because when someone, when someone uploads a photo of their right. own face to a website. We tell them that it, we, are, we will keep that photo locked down with our Oh, you database. do? Okay. Right. Um, and so there's yet, nothing in the fine print that says we might uh, share this database with a uh, uh, you know, Russian government or... Oh, Dane, I don't like to read fine print, you know, and, and mm-hmm. I find that neither do most of our clients, and yet there are a few who do. <laughs> so, um, they're always the troublemakers. There are those troublemakers, you know, I just, I sort of assume that people just see that, click here, you know, to accept all terms, and you just scroll right through that, and you hit click you know because sure. you want you want to make that book yeah. but yeah there are a few a few who do read that they okay. must wow. um, be, yeah they care about those details well so uh, let me ask this and pivot the conversation a little sure. it seems like you're you're going after a whole new market and you realize uh, you know yes. uh, children's books is one thing but we want to be able to people to be able to plop their face right into something a little more adult uh, so so tell me about that Dane we are broadening our audience mm-hmm. you know some people um, have read their children's books and posted a recording like a video online and we've gotten a lot of comments from adults who have i've really gave a lot of good feedback from that adults who say hey where am i in here you know and so that yeah. that made us think that children's book was books were too limiting so we've gone to adult graphic novels um interesting and so kind of the same concept you know just mm. um but the series are, are not for kids. So these are uh, these are books that are intended only for only adults. For adults, and, Dane. So they might have some you know very, what I'm very you mature. Know. Yeah. I don't know, but you know, I'm, you know what I mean. Dan. So this would be like uh, this would be a graphic novel that might be like in the back of a bookstore, like That's right. beyond a curtain. And you know what? We were working to change that because uh, I feel like these books are just as beautiful as the children's ones, and so they deserve mm-hmm. they deserve to be out in the front window. <laughs> You know what? I my local bookstore has finally gotten smart, and they have a big "Read 'Em and Weep" sign in the window, and mm. then side by side, uh, there you know some customized "Good Night Moon." Yeah. And then what was the title of the what was the title of the graphic novel that you guys were working with? <laughs> uh, don't go back there, Donnie. Don't go back there, Donnie. Which also had you know, and they just used the same face throughout the. It was, I thought. This is now. This is a holiday present. That's you walk right. into the store, you grab. You, you, you don't even have to put a bow on that. You no, know what I mean? No, I mean, and I did that. I bought. Um, you did. Well, I bought both copies of both books uh, with, with someone the, else's with face. Someone, Dean? With, a, you know, oh with someone else's face in it. That's classic, Dave. Well, I don't. I don't know if you know this, but I don't have a lot of uh, um, family of my own. So, oh. um, you know, I could send those out as gifts and say, "Oh, this is my 
you know, significant other or... Dean, and you know what? You, you're you bringing a lot, I think, a, a major uh, group of our customers, folks without families who yeah. are trying to sure. trying to make up for that. Sure. And I also, um, I'm going to say, you've got to be very careful when you make the order because um, I did send, don't go back there, Donnie, oh. t- to my nieces with a stranger's face in it. Um, I got a very angry phone call from my sister about it. Dean, um, and the, you know what? That's your fault. And that's not ours. It's absolutely. It's on me for sure. Yeah. For sure. And um, well, I can't wait to hear more about this and more about your uh, your very exciting charity. Uh, but well, before we get to that, I want to bring in our, our second guest today. Our next guest is the social media manager for Incel, one of the country's most profitable operators of private prisons. He is responsible for maintaining the Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook accounts for over a dozen locations nationwide. When he's not racking up the likes in lockups across the country, he enjoys growing recreational marijuana at home. Please welcome Cal McGargle, everyone. Uh, thank you. Hello, <laughs> Cal. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much. I am. I am so excited. Yeah, you, to be. Here. You look at. You look uh, uh, stoked. If I could use that word. Oh, Dean, you you get me. On, on like a cellular level. Uh, now, okay, so speaking of cells, um, I just want to clear up that incel is spelled with two L's. Two L's. So it's like a prison cell. It's not the incels that we keep hearing about in the news. Is that is that confusing for a social media manager to have to keep describing that to people? Uh, you know, it's, it's something I got to keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's taken up a lot of a lot of a lot of my time, a lot of my hours. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's it's work I got to do. It's work I enjoy. It's, it's, you know, I love it. I love what I do. Yeah. Now, it might surprise some of our listeners to know that prisons even have social media accounts. You um, know, it surprised the owners of the prison when I when I brought it up to them. I was like, hey, okay. you know. So were you? Were I'm you, doing 25 to life. See, I, for some reason, this did not pop up my research. I did not realize you were an inmate in one of the prisons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um Interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. That in also for, it for makes sense because I I was noticing that a lot of the social media portals are featuring photos from just one of the many prisons that they own, and I thought, why don't they go to other ones? Uh, but that makes sense. You oh no, I'm I am I am I'm usually locked in there. I I as you can see, I, I got an ankle I got an ankle bracelet on. An they usually bracelet, yeah. yeah they let me out to do uh, promotional stuff for 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 my job. Is that so? Yeah. So what kind of promotional event might they send you to, uh, and what's the security like there to keep you from being a flight risk? Well, that's also. Uh, I'm a pretty low flight risk because you know I love what I do. Oh, well, and, that helps. And they also to get that extra income, they started letting me grow recreational marijuana yeah. in the prison. So that, that was also a huge surprise to me. You can't, you can't just do that anywhere else. So it's actually right. pretty nice. Well, it's becoming decriminalized now, and uh, you know, uh, it's it's another profit center for the private prison, right? Yeah. Because they're obviously they get the free labor associated with you growing it, of course, yeah. And then they can harvest it and sell it off to dispensaries in Colorado or whatnot. Am I imagining right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of it goes uh, to uh, 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 dispensaries. Um, I thought you said Spencer's. For a there. Uh, not, Spencer's not gifts. Spencer's. No, not no, not um, Spencer's gifts. They don't let me back in there. So, um, what kind of content do you find works best for your various social media portals? Like, people are following these accounts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, what kind of content do you like to like jazz up the the me- social media presence with? Well, you know, uh, people love to see who's in the prison. They love to see 
Like, yep. if I'm going to commit a crime, mm-hmm. who am I going to be roomies with? Right. You know, the it's, it's kind of like a college. Yep. Um, but a college that keeps you for a long time. Yeah. That's been your experience with being in a prison is, is that it's like a college that keeps you for a long time. Absolutely. Wow. I'm, I'm doing kind of the same stuff, you know, I'm growing weed. <laughs> I'm on social media. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I, I don't mean to be neglecting you, Tammy. And if you have thoughts about all this, you jump right in here. Yeah, Tammy, it's great to meet you. I, <laughs> I love your books. Oh, my God. Cal, you know what? You know what is coming up for me is that we might have another whole audience that we should be reaching out to. Absolutely. Can you imagine? Cal, wouldn't you love to put your face into your children's book or perhaps an adult novel more to than, send to your loved ones out on the other side? Yes, more than most things, except I don't think I would send it out. I would probably just, just keep, keep it. it. Guys. I just realized why it was requested we do this interview in this weird cafeteria. Normally, we'd be doing this at my studio, and Cal thought Cal reached out to me and said, "I can't leave this space. Mm. You have to come to me." And mm-hmm. I was happy to do it. And it's just now occurring to me why this is. This is this is the recreational room at the at the penitentiary. Yeah, they don't really look like penitentiaries anymore. No, they sure no. don't. Once you get enough, like a university. Exactly. Oh. Once you get once you get enough uh, wow. once you get enough capitalism in there, they start to look pretty nice. Wow. You know. I love this. And you know what? You know what capitalism says to me? Money. Money. And I would be happy to take that um, for our business. Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, Tammy, I think this is very exciting for you. I think we're making connections here. That's what we do on this mm. podcast. It, uh, and, and thank you, Tammy, for meeting me at this uh, other third location. <laughs> I'm up for anything, Dean. You know that. Oh <laughs> You're a what? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's it. I'm up for anything. <laughs> up for anything. I'm so I'm so sorry. And where are you from? Because oh, I'm from I'm from Georgia. Okay. I know um, a lot of good inmates down there. I can I can get you some numbers. Okay, I want. would love that. Of Thank course, you. Of course. When was the last time? So they they you let they let you out with a. We, I kind of got away from this question, but when they let you out for a so for a, for an event, they put an ankle monitor on you. They send you out there to do what? Uh, open a car dealership. Uh, no, they actually sent me to the presidential inauguration in so? uh, in twenty seventeen. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's where they sent me. They uh, they I just mean, actually just put a bracelet on me, and they're like, "All right, go cover it." Uh, cover there it. he is. So they so the in so incel the private prison company wants their social media to have a presence at the. In yes. Inauguration. They actually they uh, they uh, uh, they profited a lot from this uh, <gasps> this uh, certain presidency. So uh, they wanted they want to show their appreciation. Sure. Who better to tell that story than you, Kyle? It's An me. Insider. Yeah, it's me. That's what I told them. <laughs> so, like, I'm the only one who could do it. So obviously. you were. That's so exciting that you were one of the hundreds of thousands of people there on that rainy day. Uh, it was actually about 300, but I was there. Oh, well, that's mm-hmm. not what I saw mm-hmm. on the news. Um, okay, well, great. Um, yeah, I also, I'm looking through, I'm just scrolling through the uh, the old incel uh, uh, Instagram right now because it's so exciting, all this content you're putting out there. Yeah. Uh, I see some uh, some uh, some food here. Uh, it says healthy lunch for life uh, in the caption here, and it looks like you've got some, uh, oh, and then the, in the background of this photo, I see, though, that there's uh, one man beating another man with his tray. Uh, that's um, just... You're just going to capture that. That's right? just, yeah, that's just content. You know, I'm always producing content. Yep. That's, you know, it takes up a lot of my time, but I'm like, hey, guys, 
don't stop what you're doing. I gotta take a. I gotta take a quick pick. Well, yeah, that sh- that shows the life and, yeah. uh, and the activity going on at yeah. all times. And then yeah. you know that caption. I was pretty proud of that caption because it's like everybody's in there for life. You know, so we get the healthy food. Oh, I get it. For, for life, because we're in there. Cal, for you are life. a writer, stop and I can tell. Tammy, oh, <laughs> you're making me blush. Oh now. Now, have you ever thought of this, Tammy, having someone uh, create an original book just for the purposes of, so they would just leave all of the faces blank uh, in some kind of graphic novel or book? Dean, I think, you know, there are already companies out there doing just that very thing. And we are trying to be different. I see. Uh, I didn't, oh, I didn't mean to offend. Um, Yes, you are certainly being different. I loved, by the way, uh, just playing around on your website right now and just popping my face into uh, the Lorax, which, again, Controversial, isn't it? It seems crazy. It seems crazy that you would have the rights to something like uh, the beloved Dr. Seuss children's classic, The Lorax. Dean, and what did we talk about? Details, okay? Yeah, details. Right. right. So, you know, it's we are going to uh, beg for forgiveness, as that thing goes. Yeah, rather than asking them. And, uh, we, and I know that we would not get permission, and so we're going to just keep writing this thing out. You know, and I think when pe- once people read our, our stories, once those authors and God bless, you know, if they're dead, too bad, you know, but once once those authors read our stories, they're they're going to understand what we're doing. And I think they're going to support it. Absolutely. So. That's what I that's what that was my thought process Nikki when Kyle? I was uh, 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 committing the uh, crime that got me here. Like, you know, someone told me it was it's better to add for forgiveness and than your for thought permission. was that the, that, that the victim would understand if. They found out later. Oh, absolutely. And Did, if they're dead, who cares? <laughs> I mean, I killed him, but who cares, you know? Okay, so that ah, victim... Forgiveness. So your victim didn't... That seems like a strange thing as you're perpetrating a homicide to think, oh, this victim, if he finds out later, <laughs> would, would forgive me. I'll ask for forgiveness from a murder victim before I, I ask for permission to murder him. Listen, I was in a bind. I was in a bind. I can't just ask someone if I can murder them. You know what I mean? That would be ridiculous, right? But uh, you know what? I've asked for forgiveness every day, and uh, I'm I'm doing all right now. I like where this this uh, prosecution I has have, gotten me. I haven't met I haven't met too many uh, inmates that are in for life, but oh. you are you've got to be one of the happiest. Oh, absolutely! I am. I am definitely. I am. I've, they don't let a lot of the inmates on Twitter. First of all, right? Exactly. Speaking of which, uh, Cal, what, what about DMs? Do people, um, uh, do you get a lot of DMs uh, to incel complaining about the fact that your company is profiting off the in- incarceration of like uh, like a, just a, a horrific number of people in this country and it being a systemic problem and people making money off of it? And ah! do, you get, do you get DMs to that effect? Ah, yeah, we get a lot of DMs. You know, you I got thousands, 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 thousands how do, of how do you How do you make so. those people go away? <laughs> well, you don't make them go away. That's what I mean. But if I have to engage, if I got to engage, I just tell him, listen, I'm thriving thanks to capitalism. Really? Okay. So you make it personal then. Yeah. Like, look at me. I'm a social media manager. Before this, I flipped burgers. Yeah. And And I killed people. Right. (laughs) This could be you. That's what I'm hearing. Thriving. An inspiring success story. That's amazing. I feel like I made it. Growing marijuana in the prison. you can't just grow marijuana. Does it states. does it ever occur to you that and I don't want to I don't want to play the race card here or anything, but does it ever occur to you that like if you were a person of color on the outside of the prison and you had been caught growing marijuana, that would land you inside the prison pretty quickly and that you have sort of some kind of I would I don't call it some kind of privilege or whatever in being able to grow marijuana inside the prison w- without any consequences? 
Uh, okay. Uh, listen. You just got very uncomfortable, and I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. You got shifty there. Oh. I can get well, a glass of water or something. Sorry. So, mind if I, I take? Yeah, please take okay. take all the time you need. Take take a, a nice sip of water there. And that's what privilege is, Cal. Oh, look at that uh, clean water. That's Taking what that it is. time. Okay. Oh, yeah. There it is. There. There's the. I mean, now some might argue. Part. I'm sorry that I don't mean to I don't mean to turn away from you Cal but you know you said Tammy that that's what privilege is and you know uh, certainly I'm thinking this might be crazy but like mm. you being uh, you know uh, okay. A very attractive middle-aged white lady. Thank you, Dean. Oh, stop it! It's very true. Um, yes, uh, I'm blushing now. Perpetrating, <laughs> perpetrating what what essentially uh, what essentially amounts hmm. to uh, the theft of intellectual property. Oh. That if you were in another scenario, then perhaps you, you would be. Uh, prosecuted more quickly. Do you ever think about no. that? Oh, details. De- okay, Cal, calm down. Okay, okay. She's oh, uh, this isn't a call out. I'm just asking questions here. I'm just curious. Well, I'm just not the only one with privilege around here. Okay, okay, Cal. Okay, Dane. What I was once told that details. I uh, that I was doing less with my privilege than mm. any white man that that person had ever met. Uh, and wow, that, and that was my that was my ex wife that told me that. Um, okay. Wow, she said, Dean, ex, you're doing." Oh, and what I'm hearing is ex. Wow. Yeah, she said, "Dean, you're doing less with your white privilege than any white man I've ever met." That's what she said. So she's and calling she you an that? underachiever. I think so. I think that was her way of saying that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. That's our Dean. Are you trying to make us feel bad? Not at all. Doing too no, much I'm, with our privilege? Tr- I'm trying to uh, uh, just connect with you all and, yeah. and look at look at how well we are both doing. Cal and you, I, you are. We've taken our privilege. I'm inspired by this. Yeah, yeah you're doing great things, and it makes me level. feel like maybe I could one day too. You could, Cal. Yeah. Jump out of this little podcast and oh, you know what? I join realized? us up here, Kill Tammy. We have not talked. In. We have not talked about your charity. Oh, thank you so much for bringing that up. Quillen for Carpal Tunnel. Mm. This will lighten the mood. Oh, what? Tell us about Quillen for Carpal Tunnel. Well, Dean, I you know I love a good DIY, and so I. I started uh, quilling. Are you familiar with quilling, Dane? Is that, Do you know what that is? Is it like quilting? No, it's not. No. 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 So you take tiny strips of paper and mm. you you get up real close to them and you roll them up real tight. And then okay. you glue them and you, you make them into little shapes. And then you make um, you make gorgeous cards. You know, you can make a nice illustration <laughs> with these pieces of paper. <laughs> I've seen them. I've seen them. Yeah, those are People nice. People eat that stuff up. They, they love, love it. it. They love so it. So what we prison. do uh, for Quillen for, for Carpal Tunnel is uh, we create these designs, put them on cards, and then we uh, we sell them. We sell them for a couple bucks each, and then we don't that, donate that to um, organizations that help to combat Carpal Tunnel. And yes, I, it, it is ironic. Uh, some of the members of our um, foundation have developed um, that oh. terrible condition. <laughs> but, you know, that's why you need the charity. That's right. I had not Full even circle. considered that. Full circle. Now, did you know when you said something's got to be done about carpal tunnel mm. that the thing that you would do to raise money for it, the very thing, would end up exacerbating the problem? 
you know, it did occur to me as um, my wrists have felt weak over time. Because um, this is a hobby of yours. It's I a imagine. hobby of mine. Um, but with a brace, you know, kind of it, it solves the process. Okay, I think I'm me. seeing the chicken and egg thing here. Okay, so you, you got into Quillen and sure it did. gave you carpal tunnel. Okay. And then you said something's got to be done about carpal tunnel. What if we did Quillen for carpal tunnel? I am the main um, benefactory of this foundation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, there is the details again. And, and are you... <laughs> So, so there is no foundation. Details, Dean. Details. <laughs> that now, is I know, so inspiring. I think I've seen some in some of uh, some of Cal's uh, social media posts that uh, some of the inmates do do quillin in the prison. Oh, they love it. Oh, they oh. love it. It takes a lot of time. Takes a lot of focus. Yeah. Takes a lot of you know uh, finger dexterity. You betcha. And uh, those that are tired of uh, cutting and trimming the marijuana. They're like, hey, I'm going to go do some crafts real quick. Okay, I would love to take a visit and DIY with your crew. Absolutely. Maybe after this podcast, I'll just show you. I'll give you a little tour. I'll show you this place. It'll take about three hours. Well, that's, uh, I love that. I love that we're bringing people together here on the podcast. And I think we're just about out of time. I want to thank my guests for speaking with me and our listeners for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and rate and review and email me at deanardenfell at hotmail.com as they say at HCM we're interested in you cheers thank you guys thank you so much thank you Dean the corporation is a presentation of Unicow Media this episode was recorded at the studios of Vermont Comedy Club Dean Ardenfell was played by Nathan Hartswick Tammy Crumling was played by Stephanie Alba, and Cal McGargo was played by Linda Biafort. Listen to new episodes of The Corporation every Tuesday on iTunes and Spotify. For more information about shows, classes, and other great stuff, visit vtcomedy.com.